Jaden Rashada and the Miami Hurricanes. Could this really be happening? You are Locked On Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, including pregame and postgame for Miami Hurricanes football. And thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen or maybe for today, your bedtime listen for today. It's an evening drop today, my friends, on the eve of Legends Camp. And bros, lead story on this one, Jaden Rashada in town official visit to the university of Miami. Just a couple things to look back on. I mentioned this on an episode within the last week. If, and guys, I don't put my carts before the horse. I don't count my chickens before their hatch. All those cliches. I'm not here to tell you for sure. Jaden Rashad is coming to Miami. I do not know that yet. The world will not know whether he's coming or isn't coming until Sunday when he makes his announcement, so I'm not guaranteeing anything, but I'm feeling pretty good about this, guys. As And I mentioned this within the past week. If Mario Cristobal and his staff can pull this one off and get one of the top quarterbacks in the country in the class of 2023 to commit to the U, the way this is going to play out, it's going to be like a movie script. They could make a Disney movie about this, right? Because you, know, you go back about a month, really look like, Oregon might have been the favorite. He ends up kind of cutting Oregon out of his shortlist within the last couple of weeks. Within the last couple of weeks, it really looked like the University of Florida was the favorite. And we thought Florida had Jaden's final official visit before he was going to make his announcement about a week ago. We didn't know he was going to push that back. And remember, like our, our friend John Garcia from Sports Illustrated always says, when you're talking about official visits, you either want to be first or you want to be last. You don't really want to be in the middle. Florida thought they had the last visit before his announcement. Miami thought they weren't going to get an official visit from Jaden Rashada. He pushes his announcement back by eight days from last Saturday to this Sunday. Now he is taking an OV to Miami, and it's going to be that final official visit before he announces. And I'm looking today, and again, I make no guarantees on anything, but I am feeling pretty good. More than a half dozen of those 24-7 crystal balls are going in Miami's direction now for Jaden Rashada with no crystal balls anywhere else uh, on three sports. One of their experts made a prediction for Miami. So as we say, things are, are trending in the right direction. And yeah, he is on campus. Legends camp is Saturday, and this is going to be incredible. So we welcome on a show favorite who, and he helps us break down everything. He is Brad Tejeda from Inside the U. Brad, I know you've been very, very busy keeping up with everything going on uh, in Miami. How are you, sir? Alex, thank you as always for having me, man. It's always a pleasure talking Canes football. And yeah, man, it's it's a busy weekend coming up. And it seems like the place to be is Coral Gables. You got five stars left and right coming in and out of there. We're going to be talking a lot about it. And it seems like when you talk recruiting this time of the year, you want a guy like Mario Cristobal at the helm of things. And we're in good shape. Yeah, and, and let's start let's start with Jaden Rashad. And then another thing about it, Brad, I had a couple of conversations about this earlier in the week, and, and you certainly felt the same way that I did, and you kind of helped reinforce the way that I felt. So at the end of the weekend, I think it was Sunday night, 
or it might have been Monday when Miami got their commitment from Emery Williams, the, the three-star quarterback, who I really, really like, and I'm, I'm glad he's going to be a cane. But then I saw a lot of folks when Emery Williams committed to Miami class of 2023, people are freaking out like, oh, my God, this means we're not getting Rashada and we're definitely not getting Dante Moore that, you know, Miami settled for a lesser quarterback. And listen, I, I know you felt the same way that I did, that whatever Emory Williams decided is not weighing on Jaden Rashada's decision, that he's going to make the decision that's best for him. And he's the alpha. He's the higher-rated quarterback. So I, I don't think he's afraid of competing with Emory Williams or anyone else. Like, I, do, do you feel like the Emory Williams commit, is that going to affect what Jaden Rashada decides to do? No, Alex, I, I completely agree with you. And, you know, we talked over the weekend about it and it, I actually felt the complete opposite. Um, I actually felt like the timing of Emory Williams making the commitment was a little bit later than I expected, because as you know, um, I mean, everyone knew that we were going after Emory Williams and possibly a Jaden Rashada or Dante Moore. And when Jaden Rashada announced that he was going to take that Miami visit, Emory Williams was still not committed at the time of the University of Miami, and he was on campus having his official visit. So word around, you know, the streets was, hey, when, when is Emory going to pop? We know Mario likes him. We know Frank Ponce likes him. Alonzo Highsmith signed off. If you turn on the tape, he has all the fundamentals you would need in a quarterback, and he has no problem coming in, learning the system. He's not that guy that you need to come in day one and prove he is that guy. Um, and, and, you know, with Jaden Rashada, you know, coming in after, and we'll talk about his visit shortly, it, we're in good shape to have possibly two quarterbacks. Okay, so with Jaden Rashada, what do you think has happened so far on his official visit? And do you agree with a, a lot of the, the experts out there who seem to think Miami is now the front runner, that they're the favorite for him? You know, with this Jaden Rashada saga, Alex, I mean, it's almost felt like a fairy tale slash Disney movie, right? It was always, yeah. is he really going to come to Coral Gables? Is, is he, is he going to take that visit? And then you see after, you know, him visiting Gainesville, him, you know, taking his talents to South Beach, right? We've heard that before. Big announcement coming from a player saying he wants to take his talents to South Beach. Could Jaden Rashada be the next guy, right? And when he made his visit, to Miami, you know, things were buzzing right, right off the bat, right? You know, I talked to a couple people that were there, you know, during his visit and it happened to be a white Rolls Royce pulled up to, you know, Coral Gables and everyone thought, oh my goodness, is this Jaden Rashada? Is like, are we pulling out the red car carpet? What is John Ruiz up to, right? And unfortunately it ended up being, you know, Hall of Famer Edron James coming out there, you know, um, he possibly could be, you know, at Paradise Camp or Paradise, right it's now legends camp we got to revamp yeah. it one one other level so yes legends camp as we know it but with Jaden rashada his visit went amazing um he even called miami immortals teammate jalen brown who is a wide receiver miami is currently going after to come you know enjoy his time in coral gables with him on his official visit and i mean when you look at the tape man he is everything that josh gaddis looks for when, it, when you look at the tendencies of what Josh Gaddis brings to the table on offense, he wants a quarterback that can spread the ball, make those tight throws. And honestly, that slot fade route, the guy in that slot formation going on to the deep route, he enjoys and loves that when you turn on the film of Josh Gaddis. And when you turn on the film of Jaden Rashada, that is his money ball. So everything I look for in him is, is coming together. And, and then just the winning mentality, the 
the tendencies that he brings to the table. He's someone that's not afraid to compete. And, you know, he scouts his opposing players. He'll look after, you know, the, the top corner on the opposing team. And before the game's even played, he's going to break down film and figure out what his tendencies are, and he's going to attack those weaknesses. And that's what you love in a quarterback. It's he, He's a tremendous, tremendous player. Uh, let's, and, guys, we're, we're going to cover a lot of different players who are – either in town now or have been in town recently or are coming to town for official visits, kind of coinciding with this awesome Legends Camp weekend. Alex Dono alongside Brad Tejeda, Canesinsight.com, who's bringing the insight here. Uh, and it's funny because, like, Jaden Rashada, because he, he's the quarterback, he's the blue-chip quarterback, he's getting most of the headlines, even though he's not even the highest-rated recruit on campus this weekend. He's, you know, a four-star, upper-tier four-star. There are some five-stars taking visits, including – Best cornerback in the country, Cormani McLean. What can you tell me about what folks are saying about Cormani and where his head may be at? Because I've heard some pretty optimistic stuff about him. One of the best players, period, in the class of 2023. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Cormani McLean is one of the top corners in the nation, and he's someone that everyone in the country wants, right? And this is someone who was currently who was at Lake Gibson and now transferred to Lakeland in the past couple months. And a lot of things are unfolding as we speak, Alex, when it when you talk about Lakeland High School, when you look at the team in my backyard currently in the University of Florida, a lot of things are unraveling in a bad way when it comes yeah. to the Lakeland and Florida connection. Right. They recently just dropped a player from the team in Finley Graham Jr., who obviously went to Lakeland and things went sour very quick when a lot of people got a hold of that, whether it was current recruits or people that were currently on the team. And now. Demarcus Bowman, who was once a premier running back in high school football, once committed to Clemson, transferred to Florida, is now re-entering the transfer portal. So that is yet another Lakeland guy that is now leaving University of Florida, which doesn't seem good for someone in Cormani McLean's favor of staying with Florida. And I've heard a lot of things, you know, that Miami has a chance. And I think this weekend is going to be very telling uh, for him as well, you know, Ohio State and Alabama are obviously in the mix. I believe Ohio State is making a small little tad push at them. But I believe it's going to be an Alabama-Florida-Miami matchup right now. And, I mean, you got to look at Jamela Dye right now. This is going to be him and Demarcus Van Dyke's weekend. We're going to talk a little bit later about all the secondary players that will be visiting. And Jamela Dye has the resume. You talk about five stars visiting, right? He landed the Jaheim Singletary's uh, of the world, the Marvin Jones Juniors, the Malachi Starks. So he has landed five-star players himself. And when you bring in a right-hand man and Demarcus Van Dyke, who knows the background and knows everything about the program, those two are going to be a nice one-two punch for all these secondaries we got coming this weekend, including Absolutely. And you know, we got um, Ray Ray Joseph, you know, local kid recent Clemson commit where Miami stands for him ton of offensive linemen in play one of the top safeties in the country guys we have so much to get to on what is biggest recruiting weekend of the cycle for the University of Miami and I said it uh, earlier this week 
this is this could end up being one of the biggest recruiting weekends we've had literally in years at the U. And I want to remind you guys, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's NHL finals, Major League Baseball, guys in progress. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering info, including live betting, esports, and scores. And betonline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. I'm literally on there every day, guys. And I'm always looking for Miami Nuggets. University of Miami, eight and a half wins is the over-under this year. It was nine and a half wins last year. So if you bet the over last year at nine and a half, that was a sucker's bet. I think you overestimated Manny Diaz a little bit. So you're actually getting a more favorable number this year for Mario Cristobal than for Manny Diaz. So take a look at that. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online with the game starts. Thanks so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen or last listen tonight. Uh, and wherever you listen or watch, thank you so much. We're available free on every podcast platform and available free on YouTube as well. Alex Dono alongside Brad Tejeda from Kane's Insight. Uh, so, Brad, uh, let's see who we want to get into next year. L- let's talk Ray Ray Joseph. I know there's a lot of confidence coming in, like our, our guy Andrew Ivins from 24-7. I think pretty much right after he decommitted from Clemson uh Andrew gave him a crystal ball to Miami I think that there are some of those coming in I certainly respect the competition from Louisville I know that they're recruiting Ray Ray Joseph really hard this is one of the top receivers in the country for next year he's just an absolute burner and and a player who especially when you think about the quarterbacks he's going to be paired up with at Miami uh, even even after TBD is gone, I mean, the opportunities are are going to be great here. So where do you think things stand with the Miami Edison kid, Ray Ray Joseph? Yeah, it's been a, quite a, you know, 48 to 72 hours with a guy like Nathaniel Ray Ray Joseph, um, who is coming off his Louisville visit. And he, he mentioned, you know, in 24-7 sports and others that Louisville, you know, they brought out the red carpet for Ray Ray. They treated him like a superstar. You know, they, they brought out the private jets, the luxurious cars. You know, maybe a couple, you know, luxury briefcases full of some cash. Who knows? But at the end of the day, they compared him to Tutu Atwell many times during his visit. And that, again, is another player from South Florida who has done his part at Louisville. So it gave him, you know, somewhat to think about. And I think him leaving Louisville and not committing and still taking this visit to Miami gave us a lot of hope, Alex. And I think now him being at Miami come tomorrow or today, I believe, things are looking even better for Miami. And as we know, Josh Gaddis wants wide receivers who are very fast, who can create separation and play great in space with the ball in their hands. And the thing of Ray Ray Joseph is at the top of the list right next to Brandon Ennis, who we know just committed to Ohio State, which makes Nathaniel Ray Ray Joseph at the top of the list. So I expect him to possibly be on commit watch as early as this weekend and maybe some other guys. You know, I don't want to spend too much time on this because he's off the table. But when I saw folks midweek, like Miami Twitter, UM Kane's Twitter, like really freaking out about how, oh, we let another one get out of South Florida. This was when Brandon Ennis committed to Ohio State. It's like, 
I wasn't expecting this one to stay. Like you, you really can, can we focus on the positives? Like sometimes, I mean, Brad, there's a lot of good things going on right now in Coral Gables. And listen, we still have a lot of work to do in recruiting because we talk about a lot of names who maybe will commit to Miami, but maybe they won't. So there's still a lot of work to do. But like anyone freaking out about Brandon Ennis leaving South Florida, like I, I wasn't expecting this one to stay. It's not like he was getting all the crystal balls and he shunned us. Like you literally cannot keep every four and five star player locally. You're going to get the Ohio States and the Alabamas are going to poach some players. It's bound to happen. I don't know why people specifically like my DM inbox, Brad, was just uh, it was a it was a circus with people like complaining to me. How did we let Brandon Innes go? I'm like, guys, I didn't expect him to stay, period. Yeah, Alex, I mean, when you got a guy like Mario Cristobal, you have plenty of options on the table throughout the football field, regardless of the position that you're recruiting. In years past, when someone decommitted from the University of Miami, things turned downhill very quickly. And you're seeing right now that when someone decommits from Miami, we are still picking up the pace. You look back in March, we had a guy in Andy Jean who possibly could be back as a Miami Hurricane, who knows. But as soon as he de decommitted in late uh, March, we had the Washington brothers commit, right? Then we had Frankie Tanolo commit. Then in the recent weeks, you had a guy like Jackson Carver, McKeska, Colby Young, and Amory Williams commit. Now you look at the wide receiver group. We had one clear wide receiver in the class who just decommitted in Lamar Seymour out of Miami Central. And yet again, Alex, what are we looking at this weekend? We're looking at a potential guy in Nathaniel Ray Ray Joseph, a guy in Jalen Brown, bring him into the mix. We have the options at wide receiver. And when you have a guy like Mario Cristobal, he knows what it takes to recruit. This is someone who is upfront, who is relentless. He knows what it takes to build relationships. And that is the foundation and the key to laying success in college football when it comes to recruiting. You talk when you talk to, you know, current players on the team, the culture has dramatically changed, Alex. There is no more me. There is no more I want to be that guy. I want to be the bell cow running back. They want to win and do it by committee. They want to see everyone on this team eat, and that is the relentless winning effort that you need to be a top program. And, hey, Mario is doing things to get a lot of people ruffled, especially here in my backyard. You got coaches writing open letter apologies to fans for missing on recruits while our guy Mario Cristobal said, hey, guess what? Who cares about the commits we just landed? Watch us keep working, and that's exactly what they're going to do. Okay, let's talk about a couple of offensive linemen, and I think um, I think these two names kind of relate to one another, Peyton Kirkland and Malik Bryant. Now, Peyton Kirkland, it feels to me like he's trending to Michigan State. He had now, even if he doesn't end up at Miami, Peyton Kirkland will always hold a special place in my heart because he, when he Instagrammed the photo of that plate of food at his University of Florida visit, like he created meme-worthy content that I'm going to keep using this for years. So even if he doesn't commit to Miami, thank you, Peyton, for the memories from that social media post. But what do you think is going on with, with a couple of uh, a couple of excellent offensive line? Or actually, Malik Bryant is a linebacker. Sorry, but Peyton Kirkland, the offensive lineman. Malik Bryant, the linebacker. I, I think that these players, uh, they, they kind of tie into one another. Yeah, these are two guys that will be making their commitment date on July 23rd, both in Miami out of all places. And who knows where they'll be landing. But as far as Peyton Kirkland, Craft Kirkland, that's who I like to call him now with the mac and cheese, right? 
with Peyton Kirkland, you know, it, it seems like his visit went very well with the University of Miami. You know, when you have a guy like Coach Cristobal, Coach Maryball coming to the table, these are two offensive line gurus who's able to make Peyton feel a lot more comfortable in the scheme that they're going to be bringing together. But right now, like you mentioned, Michigan State seems to have lead uh, as of right now. And, and it's interesting you bring up Malik Bryant because this is someone where when you bring back, you know, a month or two ago, we felt a lot more confident in Peyton Kirkland than Malik Bryant. And now that Malik Bryant is on campus coming this weekend, it seems like we are in a very good spot with someone like Malik Bryant, who obviously we're fighting off with a team like Alabama. Um, I think we are trending in a better direction with someone like Malik Bryant than Peyton Kirkland. And it could come down to maybe Malik Bryant could possibly be a Miami Hurricane, and he could help us get Peyton Kirkland over the edge of, of that Michigan State Spartans. Who knows? There's still a, a lot of time left, but we need a middle linebacker, Alex. When you look at the linebacker position of what we're recruiting, we are currently getting guys that that like to have a lot of speed and space, right? You talk about a, a Robbie Washington from Miami Killian, or I'm sorry, a Bobby Washington from Miami Killian. You also got his teammate in Stanquan Clark, who we're also going after, who's a lot of guys of speed and space. You need that true middle linebacker uh, position. And Malik Bryant seems like the only guy that we're pegging right now in that position. So I, I expect us to turn up the heat on Malik Bryant. All right, so I want to remind you, we still have uh, a few more big-time hot names to go over. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local auto chain parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you endure the often pointless or sometimes intimidating questioning like, hey, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? Nobody knows that. And then you wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer where they happen to choose the only brand that their warehouse carries. You have computers. We all have computers with access to rockauto.com at home or in your pocket. Guys, you can save time and money when using Rock Auto, a lot of money. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, sometimes even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can save at Rock Auto? For example, if you if you need a new fuel pump for your Honda Odyssey, that's the $353 from a chain store. Just 216 bucks from Rock Auto. That's a big saving. It's a lot of extra money in your pocket. It's a family business, Rock Auto, serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything you could possibly need, including brake parts, tail lamps. I bought a tail lamp before from Rock Auto because mine go out all the time. Motor oil, of course, and even new carpets. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And then do us a favor, write Locked On Canes in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen or last listen today. As long as you're here, we appreciate you guys. You know, Brad, uh, before we circle back to a couple of offensive linemen, a player that I've I've really taken a liking to, and I hope he ends up coming to Miami because I think his school is really cool. Four-star athlete, Collins Achampo, uh, who he's from Ghana. He's living and playing now in Southern California. He came over to the United States to play basketball because he's six foot seven. Someone then must have given him some great advice. Hey, you should try football. You would be an incredible defensive end. So he's just gotten into football. He's already a four-star recruit uh, from Fairmount uh, Preparatory Academy over in Anaheim, California. 
Um, I know Miami is not favored here. I'm looking at Michigan being the favorite for him. LSU, California schools also in the mix. But do you think Miami could maybe convince this guy? I know you've already come from Ghana to Southern California. Now it's time to give Miami a shot. Yeah, you know, I mean, you talk about the distance he traveled, right? And it seems like one of the other recruits you talk about in that position and Jaden Wayne, another recruit that has probably traveled the most out of any recruit. We picked up the pace on a guy like Jaden Wayne and with his size and measurables, I can only imagine what we're going to, you know, potentially pitch to a guy like Collins. And I mean, you talk about the frame six, seven, two fifty four. This is a young man that we're going to want to put on that defensive end pass rush and let him create his wingspan and opportunity off the edge. And I mean, Hey, when you got a former guy like Greg Russo, that you're able to turn on some film and compare to and say, hey, this is what we did with this young man's measurables, what we transformed him to. Who knows what could happen with the you know basketball star of Collins. But some of the other guys, you want to talk about some local guys that's also going to be here. You got cornerback Damari Brown from American Heritage. You got the Washington brothers still coming you know, this week into Legends Camp. And then in your backyard, you got Dillard's very own Christopher Johnson Jr., who is the 100 and 200 meter state champ he recently came off visits to bama and clemson alex but it seems like even after those visits he only had one team in the back of his head and that was the university of miami and that gives a lot of credit to coach kevin smith and just the potential of wanting to put on for the city and what we call the crib and there's nothing like putting on for the crib you talk about a guy like nathaniel ray ray joseph who could potentially do that i look for christopher johnson jr to be another guy to watch out for this weekend that could potentially be the first running back in this recruiting cycle. Um, and then you look at the safeties, right? We haven't talked much about the secondary, but like I mentioned before, Jamila Dye and Demarcus Van Dyke have their work cut out for him this weekend. You have every single safety target that Miami is pretty much going after that will all be here this weekend. I'm talking about Janelle Aguero, St. John's Prep. You know, he's a five-star, got Ohio State and Georgia battling him right now. But can Miami make up ground for his July 23rd commitment. And when you talk about the IMG guy and Janelle Aguero, it seems like this staff is starting to put a lot of pieces together where they could potentially create an IMG pipeline. Alex, you had Jaleel Skinner last class. And now with Riley Williams making his commitment on July 1st, another guy who just transferred to IMG. And then we mentioned Malik Bryant earlier and now Janelle Aguero. Can they create an IMG pipeline? And then you circle back to the safeties. You got Jaden Bonsu, who's the number one safety in New Jersey, four-star guy who recently canceled his visit to Texas out of all places. And Texas is, you know, bringing the heat right now with Arch Manning making his commitment and a couple other guys looking their way. For him to cancel that visit to Texas and still make the official visit for Legends Camp tells me a lot, even though Ohio State seems to be the favorite. And then last but not least, you got Conrad Hussey, who's a current Penn State commit. But he is from our own backyard of St. Thomas Aquinas. Recently had an offer back in May. He's a four-star guy who is very flexible in the secondary, someone that Jamela Dive pegged very early. And I think he is someone that is very flexible, can play multiple position. When you turn on his film, it's very fun to watch. I look out for someone like him as well. And then Kenton Kirkland is another safety. Now, you know, you you cover recruiting as close as anybody. Um, we're a little over six months into the Mario Cristobal era at Miami. Can you tell me, Brad Tejeda, your observations so far 
on Mario Cristobal's recruiting philosophy. And obviously he's got the reputation, right? From, you know, what he did working under Saban in Alabama, the great job he did recruiting players at Oregon. I mean, most of the Oregon fans who were bitter that he left, they'll still admit the guy's a really good recruiter. Like they'll find other ways to trash him. They admit really good recruiter. What can you tell me about Mario Cristobal's recruiting philosophy and how it, it sets him apart from some of the other coaches we've had here in recent years? You know, I think when you talk to current players on the team or, or just the recruits that, that get to, you know, speak to Mario firsthand, it's the family atmosphere. You know, it's the realness that he brings to the table. He's cut and dry and he tells you how it is, but he will let you know what you can do for this University of Miami program. And I mean, unfortunately, in years past, we had a lot of coaches that fake it till you make it right. And Mario Cristobal is a guy that has developed. You talked about, you know, him being under the saving coaching tree at Alabama, him going to, you know, our, our brotherhood and FIU and building something from the ground up and, you know, doing something that Mark Rick kind of helped us do here at Miami. He potentially, you know, got the things rolling in the right direction for a program like FIU. And then when he took his talents to Oregon, Alex, he not only took the recruiting class year in and year out out of the backyards of Oregon, but he was essentially taking over, you know, California as well. You know, if you're able to not only land guys from Oregon, but take guys from USC and UCLA and still nitpick out of your backyard in South Florida, and now you're bringing all the tools together, everything you learned from those programs, and you're bringing the camaraderie and the staff that he has assembled, and now everything is in your own backyard. You can see these guys every single day. Man, it's almost like having a cheat code, and I, I, I enjoy it. You know, you got someone in Mario Cristobal, and then you got someone above him in Alonzo Highsmith that could kind of overlook some things. He's been there, done that, and it all goes back to our guy, Dan Radakovich. You got to give thanks to him. And, you know, I know we're talking tonight Canes football, but we got to give a shout-out to our guy, Coach Mario Cristobal, and his wife, Jessica. I hope you guys are having a great happy anniversary. You know, as much work as Coach Cristobal puts in day in and day out, I hope he has a little bit of time to take care of the wife tonight. No, that's very, very well said. Uh, so I'm tell me if I'm being, you know, a little bit too optimistic that I, I think within within the next week, I, I think Miami could end up getting a half dozen verbal commits like within the next week or so. And obviously, you know, high qual high, high to high-ish quality players. Um how many commits do you think Miami might get within about the next week, week and a half, Brad? And, you know, do you do you want to put yourself out on a limb and maybe pr predict a couple of the names you think could lock in within the next coming days? You know, Alex, the, this commitment cycle has been interesting. And when you talk about June, you know, July is right around the corner with dead period and things are heating up every single weekend in Coral Gables. And I expect it to be on fire at the biggest camp that there is in Legends Camp. You're going to have all the greats there, you know, from all the old Hall of Famers. And, you know, I, I think by July 1st, Alex, you could potentially have a top five class. And um, when you talk about the next commitments, possibly, you got our guy, Jaden Rashada, making his commitment on Sunday. But then you also got Nathaniel Ray Ray Joseph. You got the Christopher Johnson Jr. from Dillard, as we said. And then, you know, even Jalen Brown, who who made his way, you know, on his, the official visit of Jaden Rashada. I know he. He has LSU and a couple other places in mind. But this is a young man that we've always had at the top of our list, you know, second, yeah. third guy in the rotation at receiver. And with Brandon Ennis already pegged to Ohio State, not really essentially a true wide receiver in the class yet. You got to get not only one, but two speedsters on board. 
And why not get your top two targets in Nathaniel Ray Ray Joseph and Jalen Browns, possibly. You still got Andy Jean on the table, who I possibly think can still wind up being a Miami Hurricane. You got the true Hurricane and Ruben Bain, who I think his recruitment's been kind of quiet, but I think at the end of the day, you got to feel confident that Ruben Bain will be a Hurricane. And then you turn to July 1st, Jackson Howard, Riley Williams. Mm -hmm. Those two, I look out for at least one, if not both, to be a Miami Hurricane. And then a late guy that's coming is Robert Stafford, four-star from Melbourne, Florida. He's listed as, as an athlete, but he's being recruited from Jamel Adai. Um, he wants to stay closer to home as well, Alex. I don't think he makes his commitment right away, but he's another name to look out for maybe after July 1st that could just boost up the numbers a little bit more. But I think he's in good position. He may visit Arkansas this weekend. But I think at the end of the day, I'm looking at least three to four commitments possibly after this weekend. I love it. Make sure you guys follow Brad on Twitter at Tejeda Brad. Check out his work at Canes Insight. And of course, he's a frequent contributor here on Locked on Canes as well. Brad, thank you so much. God bless and have an awesome weekend coming up. You as well, brother. Thank you. I love it. And guys, we are going to have a uh, at some point tomorrow a post-Legends Camp episode. So we're going to keep the content rolling. And hey, get more on the ACC by making Locked on ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper, who's good friend of mine she's awesome and the local experts of locked on take you across the acc in 30 minutes or less make locked on acc your second listen locked on acc this has been another episode of locked on canes we will talk to you tomorrow to talk more about legends camp part of the locked on podcast network your team every day